Welcome to the third season of Dum Dums and Dragons, where improvisers who've never role-played before journey into the world of Dungeons and Dragons. I am the Grand Wizard Bukaki, your host. Our band of heroes consists of three regular player characters. Alan, an innocent, kind, and often sociopathic wizard. Quinny, a halfling rogue who's tempered as kleptomania with a belief in honor amongst thieves. And Butthole Farch, a boisterous cleric who prays to Moonhammer, the god of strength, joy, and flatulence, a deity we're pretty sure he made up. After saving the town of Phandalin from a variety of threats in Season 1, including the dastardly wizard Yarno, a castle full of goblins, and the evil genius the Black Spider, our heroes were ready for further adventures. Before they left that town, they were given a mansion they quickly converted into a temple of Moonhammer and a gift shop. Then when they left Phandelver, they received word their drunk dwarf friend Mudbutt was to be named king of his own native land. Attending the ceremony in Winchester, they discovered that all the citizens attending were in fact ghosts and had to help Mudbutt defeat a giant demonic version of his father. Leaving Mudbutt to find another Richard, a breed of falcon native to Winchester, our heroes made their way to the fabled city of Neverwinter. The moment they arrived, Butthole was arrested for the crimes of the Moonites, a warped cult that was dedicated to Moonhammer. Alongside Quinny's old friend, not Peter Baelish, our heroes prepared for the trial and Alan found a magical tome of her own. In court, Alan, Not Pete, and Butthole won a not guilty verdict when their true foe struck. Fiddlesworth, the butler from our very first episode and his cult of Moonites attacked. Killing Fiddlesworth, our heroes were forced to flee Neverwinter and its master of justice, Paladin Von Strauss. Once they were at sea, our heroes were captured and enslaved by pirates. Oh no! Spending a year aboard the slave ship, they eventually designed a mutiny and escaped alongside the sea witch, Captain Roberts. Stealing a ship of their own, they began collecting the captain's former crew, but in the process, a magical artifact exploded, scarring Alan's neck. Also, they found an ancient temple that contained the symbol of Moonhammer? Finally, our heroes teamed up with a ship full of pirate ghosts and fought the dread psychic whale Moby Death and the allies Butthole's parents had sent to defend said whale. Victorious, our heroes took a small dinghy after the battle and set sail for the Thiefies, the annual Thieves Guild Awards, one of which was Quinny's greatest desire. But before they could reach the event, they were trapped on an island surrounded by tornadoes. Teaming up with Tornado Town Terrence, a crazy old wind monk, they battled Augustine Palantir, who was trying to capture the power of the Wind God. Freed at last by our hero's valiant efforts, the Wind God asked each of them to write down a wish as it would grant one of them for doing it a solid. Over his many quests, Butthole's magic had become less and less effective, and at the end of his time on the island, it left him altogether. Believing himself abandoned by Moonhammer, Butthole left behind his symbols of office, his hammer Moonlightbringer, and the name Butthole Farge. He was Bobbert Tingler again, and a cleric no more. Finally, getting to the Thiefies, Bobbert and Alan shared their wishes with each other. Bobbert wanted to meet Moonhammer, and Alan wanted to meet her long-lost father, while Quinny kept his wish secret. Gaining access to the Thiefies alongside their rogue ally, Brim, a whirlwind of heist action ensued. Alan almost lost her soul at the card tables and discovered a voice of power inside her head. Bobbert renamed himself The Forsaken and became the guild champion. Quinny and Bryn constantly competed to prove who was the best thief. Alan discovered Bryn was her sister and the head of the guild was her father, and Bobbert got into a bidding war with his evil brother Reginald at the guild auction, and Alan struck a deal with her father to join the guild with a handshake that magically tied one of her hands in inky black. Whew. After all that, the Thiefies took place. In a shocking twist, Bryn rigged the Thiefie to go to Quinny, just as Reginald attacked our heroes. Intercepting a blow meant for Butthole, Quinny was stabbed through the chest and was killed outright. 
Distraught by the loss of Quinny, Alan struck a deal with the voice in her head and launched a massive fireball that blasted both Reginald and, accidentally, Bobbert. With Reginald slain and Quinny dead, Bobbert, badly burnt, denounced Alan and ended their alliance. Goblin Jr., the faithful wolf of Moonhammer, stayed with Alan, believing Bobbert was in the wrong. Thusly, our intrepid band of heroes parted ways. Seeing the death of Reginald over a magic scrying mirror, Bobbert's parents at last launched the attacks they had been planning for years. The Tingler family finally began their war to brutally subjugate an entire continent. So now, enjoy Season 3 and see how our surviving heroes fare in their war against the Tingler family. The Moonhammer War! The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.